Okay, Q jingle. Q jingle. There it is. Hey, Jonathan. It's Craig. And Jonathan. What's going on, man? Oh, we did that already. Yeah. Uh, well, we were just discussing how I ruin everything, but, um, that's, <laughs> we weren't really, no, that, it's okay. That was a, that was a public toilet. You're right. It's right. Yeah. Uh, what's going on? So many things. So many. All of them exciting. Yeah. Um, I am, I, I could talk about any of them really fast and at a great level of detail, which means the actual thing I think we should talk about is none of those things, but in fact, what? Coffee. Coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Coffee. coffee. And we, yeah. we say that. We jump right into it. Exactly. You're so yeah. excited. I'm like, oh, coffee. Because um, it's decaf. It's decaf. It's, uh, it's sad coffee. Um, <laughs> if you're new here, welcome. We're, oh. glad, we're glad to have you. Yeah. We are the Tasty Gents. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm Greg. I'm Tasty. And, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm this, is my, this is my friend Tasty. Uh, we, this is our uh, Seattle slash Palm Springs uh, podcast we're in palm springs right now where it is a lovely it's beautiful afternoon it is today we are it's it's january the last week of january and it is bright i had to stand inside i'm in the shade because it's too blistering hot out. yeah 75 degrees outside it's crazy talk it is crazy um and we're glad to be here with you today yeah thanks for joining As we us, always sir. are we're glad you're here yeah and yeah and so we talk about food we talk about things that are related to food uh, and sometimes things that are not at all related to food, but we try to make them related to food. So that's they, or we talk about them and then we get hungry while we're doing it. Yes. And then we start and talking we about food. food. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, we had the great idea from the third tasty gent that yes. we occasionally the refer to lady. obliquely. The taste, tasty gal. I'm not sure how I feel yeah, about that. Tasty gal. Uh, Andrea. Andrea. So Andrea's idea was that we talked today about coffee. And yeah. um, it's. I think it's an easy one to... Yeah, because yeah, because having grown up in the Pacific Northwest, yeah. um, we've had uh, we have boutique coffee houses. Yes. We have powerhouse coffee houses that have yes. taken over the world. Yes, um, and everything in between. Yes, and I serve as a coffee drinker. Mm -hmm. I should start by saying I'm a coffee drinker. And hello, my name yeah, is Jonathan. I'm a coffee drinker. I drink coffee, um, sometimes a lot of it. Yeah. Uh, my coffee taste evolved quite a good bit. From, sorry, minor technical difficulty. Everything's fine. If you were worried about us at home, we want you to know that we're okay. My <laughs> coffee tastes have evolved over time uh, in a way that I think makes me a better person hmm. or a snob. Depends on your point of view. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So in other words, you have a frother? Well, what I, ha what I have is, are you ready? That's it. I have a super automatic espresso machine. Mm. Not automatic, mind you. Super automatic. Super automatic. Yes. Okay. Now, there's at least one espresso aficionado out there listening right now who has just rolled her or his eyes mm -hmm. because super automatics can't possibly be as good as a manual espresso machine. And you're right, and I get it. Let me go. Let me have my stuff, <laughs> will you? Anyway. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I feel like you've had some coffee. I've had a little coffee today. Okay. It's true. Yeah. Um, generally, I... Uh, try to temper it with decaf. That's right. You do a half and half? Is it half and half? I do. It's half decaf and half regular. That's what yeah. I drink normally. And that feels, and that so. feels better. Um, and is that because of taste reasons or health no. reasons? or Health uh, health, and just reaction. So um, yeah. I uh, I was diagnosed with atrial fibrillation, which is a little, a little not uncommon heart murmur yeah. a few years ago. And uh, caffeine was triggering it pretty regularly. So I actually cut out caffeine for two years. Wow. Entirely. Yep. 
um, drank decaf, which is and that's when you had to move out of memory. Seattle. Mandatory. That's when I had to leave Seattle. Yeah, yeah. they revoked my passport. Yeah. Um, as as would happen. Yeah. Uh, I I've already been informed that my Southern California passport may be revoked if I don't get busy writing screenplays. It's a thing that's, <laughs> that's apparently required. Um, because you went to a writing slight off topic. Yes, and it was. And 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 you you've been to these before. Went to a writing group. Yep. Joined yeah. a new writing group. Hi, my name is Greg. I'm a writer. Uh, hi, our name is yeah. you know bunch of middle aged ladies. We're yeah. also writer writers. Yeah. And the the first question, what screenplay are you working on now? Right. I was like, I'm not working on a screenplay. And they were like, but you said you were a writer. Yeah. And everything got quiet. It it was it was a momentary bit of silence. And then someone laughed and said, ha, 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 ha. Well, you know, if you live in Southern California, you're not writing a screenplay. They make you leave. And everybody got quiet again. <laughs> and they all stared at you. And they all stared at me. And yeah. so then it was super awkward. So anyway. But you've written plays, which I've are basically plays. screenplays for people who can really act. Screenplays? Yes. No movies. It's Oscar season. <laughs> Today's Stacey Gents brought to you by Oscar haters. <laughs> Real actors are on stages, not on cameras. Oh, uh, but no, we're talking about coffee today. Coffee, coffee today, yes. And so, coffee. which you probably didn't know because we yes. went on with that tangent. A little tangent there. Uh, so, what's your coffee order when you? Uh... Well, it's evolved as well. So, it used to be the first of the first coffee I started drinking. I grew up in a in a coffee house, mm. um, and mm. my mother would do all sorts of all sorts of coffee, and she would roast her own beans off times, wow. and she would do a bunch of stuff, and it was a big deal. Um, and I'm like, that's. I think she just liked it better. Um, uh, everyone else in the family thought she was just pretentious. Mm. And she was like, oh, this coffee is not good enough. I mean, she's in Philadelphia, so mm. they, they put everything down. Um, <laughs> and so she uh, she would make this. And I got used to, more than anything else, the smell of beans roasting and, uh, and, the, and the grinder going through. And she had a kind of a hand crank grinder because back in the old days. <laughs> <laughs> that's how we started our car too we had a mule attached to it outside and she would run her beans and she would make it but the smell the aroma of coffee brewing um, mm. and I remember ha uh, and, I, and, and I never drank coffee because I was already too hyper as a kid and then mm. uh, it was when I joined the Navy mm. and you would get basically mud in a cup mm. because they you, you are up for so many hours and so long that you just drink whatever is the most amount of caffeine right and they didn't have things You're fancy things something. like that yeah yeah it was 20 and well even the guys there even the older guys were like wow. and they had and it's and the coffee i'll use this the coffee culture at least in the navy is you would have and it's probably you know some of these are just sea stories but chiefs who had this and by the way sailors are very superstitious mm. um and like mm. yeah oh oh yeah god don't like can't cross this with that and don't yeah black cats and sink the boat you're done my brother spent some time in the navy and he's a little superstitious yeah. i wonder if that's where he got it or if it just it you kind of you know what it kind of manifests while you're there right. and, and you believe in these things because then you know, you you open the can the wrong way, and then suddenly there is a big storm. Oh, I well, it was true. So, uh, but coffee, and then you're um, and, and it was super, coffee. you would never <laughs> clean your mug because mm. all you ever had really was black coffee, and you sure. had like fake creamer and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But that just kind of gets a weird crusty lip around that. Yeah. That's for texture. Yeah. So you just pour the hot coffee in, uh, and, and you leave it, and you would get these mugs that were filthy. I mean, they were seasoned. They were seasoned, they yeah. were seasoned. right? Um. And if they broke, mm. or if someone washed your mug, mm. there were people who say, I I'm going to get out of the Navy. The day someone washes my mug or breaks it, 
I'm out of the Navy. Okay. Um, so I don't know anyone who actually did that. There were always is the Navy okay with that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cops breaking yeah. all over the place. <laughs> yeah, wait, that's a thing. <laughs> Someone should have told Klinger from Mash. <laughs> that's um, all they had to do. Yeah. Um, and well, that's the already you know, screw them. Oh yeah. Um, so the uh, but no, that that was the old wives' tale. So. Uh, and, but I started drinking. I was drinking a lot, like a pot a day or mm. more. And it was, of this mud coffee. Of this mud coffee, mm -hmm. uh, which means, of course, that it was basically, you know, eight years of diarrhea and, <laughs> and the shakes. I was like mm -hmm. a strung out chihuahua. <laughs> but I was, um, uh, but then it evolved. It, ha it couldn't go down from there. Right. So it went up, yes. right? And and I started to drink, you know, uh, coffee from coffee shops that Ooh, would make yes. things. And when I left... Starbucks existed, but it wasn't what it is today, sure. right? It was like, oh yeah, it's that place in shops and tight place yeah. that you go in and they have teas and some coffees. Mm -hmm. And I come back out and it's a powerhouse. It's taking mm -hmm. So I started drinking Starbucks coffees and I thought mm -hmm. that was very frou-frou. Mm -hmm. And they would have like all sorts of flavors and some of it was caramel in your coffee. Yes. Madness. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and that's how it evolved. Today, mm -hmm. I'm down to, I just drink black coffee. All right. One cup a day. Oh, okay. In the morning. What self-control. And uh, thanks. Um, I do drink tea, though. Mm. A cup, Maybe a cup or two of tea throughout the day. Because you hate yourself? <laughs> yes, because I just want the idea of something that yeah, tastes good. Exactly, yes. Yeah. There's a hint of something here. It's like coffee, only worse. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I know. Um, and, and, but, uh, but I do drink tea, but I'll put honey in it. Mm. Hmm. Never milk. I don't like dairy products in any of my liquor shakes, except for milkshakes. Ooh, we talk about milkshakes? No, coffee. Coffee. Uh, coffee all right. Milkshakes. Similar. Similar. Uh, believe it or not, there's some similarities there. I was not in the Navy, mm -hmm. uh, but I was in the Boy Scouts, mm -hmm. and so I, I began drinking coffee at Boy Scout camp. Really? Yep. At the I, I worked at a Boy Scout camp. Uh, my first summer, I was 15. Wait, which one? Uh, camp Lone Oak in uh, in Central Florida. Yeah. On the McGregor Smith Scout Reservation. Wow. Yep. I don't think it's there anymore. Um, I, think. I was a camp counselor at a Boy Scout camp. Really? Also when I was 15. And I worked at Camp Parsons in uh, Hood Canal. Oh, oh my gosh. Yep. I was in Florida. Yeah. But places. all the cool counselors, um, yeah. which is to say anybody who was older than 15, uh, drank coffee. And so I started drinking coffee there. Um, same thing. Don't wash your mug. And that was the instruction from the cool counselors. Yeah. Um, uh, they were typically the canoe instructors and the swimming instructors were yeah. the cool counselors. Cool sure. Um, nerdy counselors were arts and crafts and archery. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, yeah, you nobody paid attention to those. Pioneer, those pioneering. Folks. Pioneering. Get what? out of here. <laughs> Compass work. That's what I. I did almost mad. I had pioneering the first year. Anyway, uh, so started drinking coffee there. Just yeah. and and as one does when one is fifteen and drinking coffee, it's lots of sugar and yeah and and, stuff, yeah. and, uh, and milk and you yeah. know and mixed into it. Um, so I would say uh, from there, I sort of adopted my mom's coffee drinking habit, which is the uh, ever popular uh, WOS approach to coffee. WOS. Whatever's on sale. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So uh, if it's the big <laughs> giant can of Folgers yeah. uh, this this week, then it's that's what we're drinking. This yeah. big giant can of Folgers. Um, but then I got to Seattle in 1994. Yeah. And my friend that I that I knew that I was staying with when I first got there uh, said, hey, let's go go to a coffee shop. And I'd never think I'd ever been to a coffee shop before. I'm mm -hmm. sure I'd had McDonald's coffee maybe or something like that. Oh, but delicious. I had my very first latte yeah. at Vivace in Seattle, I think I which remains yeah. my favorite coffee shop in Seattle. At the time, 
it was on Broadway. Um, they still have a, a, a coffee shop on Broadway, but it's it's farther north. North. Mm -hmm. This was down south. Um, there was a Godfather's Pizza on the corner at Broadway, and it was right behind Godfather's Pizza, um, right by the reservoir. Mm. And so I had my very first latte, and what in the world? It tasted so good. Like little birds came and landed on your yes, shoulders. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I took. I breathed air for the first time in my life and I felt like life had meaning. Um, yeah. And uh, so it just kind of went from there. Gradually sort of ruled out milk. Every now and then I'll have a latte just as something special around the holidays. I like to have a peppermint latte um, because I like peppermint. Yeah. Uh, but generally my current uh, coffee order is an eight ounce dark roast Americano or just an eight ounce Americano if yeah. they only have one roast. Yeah. Um, and eight ounce because I it's a double because... A single shot Americano is just not worth it. It's not worth it. Yeah. It's like punishment. It is. It is. So, I, might, I might as well have your favorite, pumpkin spice. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Look at how you malign me with that pumpkin spice. <laughs> it's not true, listener. I'm not a pumpkin spice fan. I'm anti-pumpkin spice. We've talked yeah. about this. Um, and I am that guy because I go to, and I want to talk about coffee shops in a minute because mm -hmm. um, those are among my favorite things to, to do. And you, you still go to those all the time. You frequent them. All the time. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but the one coffee shop I go to very often, they have a, an eight ounce Americano and a 12 ounce Americano. And mm -hmm. it's the same price, mm -hmm. which makes sense because it's just the difference of four ounces of water. water right. They're not going to charge you more for that. Um, but sometimes I'll get a barista that that doesn't really process what like they're, they're not picking up what I'm laying down. Mm -hmm. If you get me. right. Right. Uh, which is an eight ounce Americano is going to taste a lot more strong. Uh, stronger, you stronger. also say, yeah. um, than a 12 ounce. And so right. I had this conversation recently with a barista at this coffee shop who said, um, well, I'll just get you the 12 ounce. It's the same price. And I said, yes, but the 12 ounce is going to be watery right? because it has four completely unnecessary ounces it's of water, water in it. Right. And uh, he didn't get it. He didn't get it. So, wow. yeah, it's all right. Um, so I did, you know, I carined a little bit. Um, you, you know, I stomped my feet. I might have tossed my hair back. Yeah. Um, Did you frown? I probably frowned. Yeah. Uh, nobody wants to be frowned at. And nobody wants to be frowned at. No. Yeah. And I got the coffee that I wanted. Is what happened. Good. Yeah. Because it works. It works. I have another coffee shop story to tell you, though. Okay. This is a fun one to tell. All right. I forgot about this. Where was this? What was this? This is in Seattle. Okay. Also. Actually, this is uh, in the the lovely city of SeaTac. It's lovely. Name. Okay. Yes. Go ahead. SeaTac, the city is uh, named for the airport, mm -hmm. which is named for the fact that it sits halfway between Seattle and Tacoma. Yeah. So uh, I think it lurked yeah. there. Andrea did not know that apparently. Yeah. And now listener, if you didn't know that, you now know it as well. Yeah. That SeaTac is named because of it sits halfway between Seattle and Tacoma. Can we talk about having an identity crisis for a minute? Like yeah. you're named for what you're close to, but not it, quite. It's right. Yeah. 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 So almost as good as really, it could be called almost as good as <laughs> yeah. either one of them. Yeah. Right. Any of that would work. <laughs> um, so I'm in SeaTac. I was going to a softball game. My partner at the time was playing softball. Oh, yeah. I was going to to meet him and watch him play softball. Super and it was a chilly Pacific Northwest morning. And so I saw a a drive up coffee kiosk and I thought, well, I'll just mm. grab a latte. Uh, and it turned out to be um, a uh, not topless because I think that they couldn't do that in Seattle, but uh, a girl in very skimpy lingerie <laughs> yeah. um, is is who was there. And I was like, and I literally, and listener, this is the moment I want you to hold on to your pearls. Um, so I am gay. What? It's true. Uh -huh. 
I know. I hate to be. I hate for this to be the moment that you found out. Um, because, and the reason that's relevant is that a girl in very skimpy lingerie is does not do for me what it might do for a man mm-hmm. who is non-gay. Yeah. But whatever, she's serving coffee. That's what I'm there for. So, yeah. so I say to her what any red-blooded American male would say when he pulls up in front of the coffee shop with a girl in lingerie mm-hmm. is, aren't you cold? Yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs> this seems really unfair. They would make you work like this. Yeah. Anyway, uh, she made the coffee. She made me uh, an Americana, eight-ounce Americana, yeah, because America. I'm not going to change my drink orders <laughs> because not for girls her. wearing underwear. Right um, guess how much I paid for a uh, an Americano at the I don't have a lot of clothes on coffee shop? I have no idea. Nine dollars. Nine dollars. Nine dollars. And that's how I said it to her. Nine dollars? Why is this nine dollars? She did not speak. She merely gestured to her scantily clad self. This is what you're paying for. Well, then you should have said. Inclination. I'll give you four. I'd like to. Yeah, I'd like to give my part back. Anyway, coffee wasn't that good either. Anyway, that was my experience. Um, But that's my. That's where I am now. Is America? This is this is something that's unique to Washington State. They don't have them, I don't believe, in Oregon. I've never seen one in California. These are the bikini baristas. Bikini and, barista. um, I also have an ex- experience with one of these. And that I applied for a job in one. Come on. And I didn't get, no. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I was driving through, I was driving from Bainbridge to uh, an area called Silverdale because I needed to get Bjorn, who was 11 years old, to the Boy Scout store mm-hmm. to buy his uniform. And I had to travel through a lovely little inlet called Gorst. Mm, and, I know it. Yeah, Gorst, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, basically it's it's uh, at the you know the uh, it's, it's just around the corner from Bremerton, and it's as you make your way past everything else, it's just it's an armpit. There's nothing there. I was gonna say the name actually kind of captures the feeling of the yeah, of it. Gorst. Gorst. Yeah. 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 It's <laughs> lovely. So sorry, any Gorst. Yeah. Any Gorstians oh, listening in? Gorstonians? We love you, Gorstonians. Any yeah. Gorstonians living in, uh, listening in, we, we do love yeah, you. We love it. Yeah. Some of the best parts of my life have been, I don't even know. Keep yeah. going. Well, anyway. Yeah. Um, I, and well, I, I, just, I, I pulled in and it's early because it's like, I, I was up early and because we have to get there when they open. Right. And they have limited hours. And I drive around the corner. I'm like, oh, coffee. And Bjorn's like, can I have a hot chocolate? I'm like, you bet, buddy. So we pull into the thing and we pull up and there she is. And she doesn't even have a top on. She just has electric tape in an X across. Of course she does. Nipples. Yes. And then almost nothing for underwear. Yes. Nothing to the imagination whatsoever. No. Um, And I'm driving and Bjorn's in the passenger seat in the front. um, And he just leans forward and got it's chilly morning completely beat red in the face <laughs> and i'm like what is happening right now and she's like well hey boys and i'm like oh she goes where are you headed i'm like the boy scout store to hell thank yeah, you for asking yes. yeah yeah to uh child services apparently just, right exactly just to drop them off Burned myself i'm in. already yes. i'm already failing anyway uh uh the coffee was mediocre the hot chocolate bjorn says was the best you ever had <laughs> <laughs> so we never went back that's pay, always paired of the year when we were he told that story at boy scouts and i'm like don't tell right. anyway all right i love that there uh, washington state washington state uh yeah. bikini coffee bikini yep. baristas it's a thing um so the other cool thing that uh, that we'll do as we expand about coffee here is talk a little bit about coffee shops because i I'm a fan of coffee shops. 
Yeah. Uh, in Seattle, actually, one of the plays that I wrote, um, mm. uh, The Hat, which is the first play I wrote, um, mm. I wrote predominantly in a coffee shop in Seattle called, um, oh, good gosh, it's in Tangletown. Oh, my Where's goodness. Tangletown? Uh, Tangletown is um, Tangletown is sort of like Brigadoon, which mm -hmm. is to say it's a neighborhood in Seattle that you can only approach like on a certain road at a certain time of day. Okay. Otherwise, you can't find you it. Find it yeah. It's sort of wedged between Wallingford and Greenland. When the fog clears, the, the fog clears. Yeah, the yeah. one way road. Tangletown to reveals itself. Zoka, there it was. Just took me a minute to get there. Cafe Zoka. Yeah. I sat and wrote most of that play in Cafe Zoka, and actually they put a poster up. Um, was it me. about a coffee shop or it was different? No, no it was about a hat. Just it was about a hat. Okay, got yeah. That. Um, and uh, uh, and the despair of humanity and, as they go together, and a hat. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so Cafe Zoka in Seattle was a favorite. Cafe Victrola, Cafe Vivaci favorites. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I have friend a friend who still has worked at Vivaci for twenty something years. Yeah. Casey, if you're out there, more power to you. Yeah. Um, and and more. And then here in Seattle, uh, where am I? Here in Palm Springs, mm -hmm. ding, uh, ding, uh, coffee with a K, which is say K O F F I, mm -hmm. is a really great outlet. They have very good coffee yeah. and very good pastries. And I probably about twice a week will sit and do mm -hmm. some writing at that coffee shop. And are you a, a so 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 we'll talk for for a second about coffee culture because yeah. in. In America, you know, we really switched from teas to coffee because um, we have good taste, first off. But also right, because that, yeah. the, the whole thing with the British and the tax and the tea tax and everything. I know that, actually. Any more yeah. And so they really promoted coffee and coffee was like, yeah, plus we also grew it locally. Like right. it's a thing that it was grown here and it was natural to, to this continent and yada, yada, mm. yada. So um, we, I think it was. Am I wrong? I don't know. It isn't, it isn't grown on the North American continent now that I'm aware of. It is certainly it, is in Central and South America. Okay. But is it from... I'm because I think... All right. I, okay, okay, we're going to have our tech group. The uh, research this. team research at Tasty team. Gents, Inc. Tasty Gents Towers. Yes. We've engaged their research team uh, to do this while we while we yammer on for a moment. But as it goes... It's not uh, Hawaii. Oh, Hawaii. It's Hawaii. Well, they can't... All coffee in the world come from Hawaii. No, not all coffee. Is that what your question No, was? where's it originally come from? Oh. Well, currently, coffee is cultivated in limited areas of the United States and in territories like California, Hawaii, and Puerto Rico. Okay. Where does coffee come from? I don't think it's here, but... Google is failing us right now. It listeners. is. Um, I remember uh, having been stationed in the Middle East and going to a coffee shop that... Latin America, Eastern Africa, or Asia. Okay. So, and thank you. Oh, wait. Oh, no. And then the plot thickens. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Wait, coffee grown worldwide can trace this heritage back centuries to the ancient coffee forest on the Ethiopian plateau. Oh, oh the Ethiopian, Ethiopian plateau. Thank you, you Ethiopians. Coffee, yeah. National coffee Association of USA. Thank you. There it is. Thanks, Google yeah, and it. National Coffee Association. Yes. And thanks. And once again, Andrea. Andrea, ladies and gentlemen. Put me straight. That's it. Yes. Take a bow. Um, so, uh, but we have coffee here. I forgot what I was talking about, but coffee culture and we, uh, and, and it really became a big thing around here yeah. um, because of the tea tax and everything else. But so, right. but, but also take us back to those days. And I want you to think mm. about what it was like when your homes were just cold, right? So mm. if you look at homes, they're like, why yeah. are these rooms so small? Because you could heat them easily. Right. And so you would go to places and because you would save wood mm -hmm. uh, and, and labor, you would go to taverns and you would go to places that were already mm -hmm. heated and they're full of a lot of people, which means yeah. their body heat. Mm -hmm. And then coffee, which really gets you up and going. Mm -hmm. 
Um, so, so, so this was a big deal. People would have discussions and they would, they would talk about, you know, political things and, yeah, and yeah, economic yeah. things and, and salons even salons. Sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, uh, so coffee culture has been huge in our country for mm -hmm. a long, long time. Like that. Yeah, and it it is, and I think that it still is. It was. It's interesting, and you talk about Starbucks, and so Starbucks, yeah. of course, um, uh, started in the Pacific Northwest in Seattle, and has grown into quite a behemoth. Mm. And I remember a few years ago. This is probably more like ten years ago now. Um, what's the guy's name? It's not Charles Schultz. Charles Schultz wrote Peanuts. Peanuts. Yeah, Charles Schwab. Uh, Charles Schwab has a bank. Yes, a bank. Yeah, um, yeah. Somebody else, yeah. Schultz. Um, Howard Schultz. Howard Schultz. Yes, was the CEO of Starbucks. I knew I would get there. It would take me a minute. Yeah. Ding. How ding. Um, <laughs> today's episode of Tasty Gents brought to you by Memory Pills. Memory <laughs> Pills. They don't work. Anyway, Howard Schultz <laughs> left Starbucks, came back to Starbucks, and at one point announced that uh, Starbucks had become the like, you know, you sort of you go in, you get in line, you get your coffee, and you go. And he really wanted to recreate coffee culture and kind of, you know, encourage people to stay and linger and, you know, and do all that. Yeah. I'm not sure how much of that really changed um, because, of course, you know, the whole lineup for coffee um, is a moneymaker. Yeah. Um, but culturally, I think Starbucks tried to recapture that when they were losing it because I never go and sit in Starbucks when I'm sitting in a coffee shop. No. Um, there's so many other good coffee shops to sit in yeah. and uh, and work and do social things. Um, I have I know a book club that meets um, in the coffee that I hang out in, I see other people writing. I see the same people all the time. Yeah. Um, because I'm there so frequently. So yeah. Well, it's I think, got a, great I think yeah, you know, a lot of people got went a little coffee crazy with Starbucks and like, oh my god, we can do Starbucks, and everybody can have the same experience from you know Seattle yeah. to Atlanta, and you right. know, and it's it's going to be Beijing, yeah, yeah, to Beijing and all over the world. But it turns out they didn't want that, so they didn't want the McDonald's of coffee. Right. Um, I I'll admit, I. I like the drip coffee from Starbucks, the Pike Place. I'll Thanks. go in and I'll just get a, an eight ounce of, of Pike Place. Yeah. And it's consistent. And it's, I think it's a delicious. Roast. I, think it's, I good. think it's good. I completely agree. Here's a pro tip. If you go to a Starbucks, everyone's wearing aprons. The people wearing the black aprons are considered mastered coffee uh, knowledge Ooh, people. Really? They've had to pass the equivalent of a certification course. Holy that's mackerel. that's tough. Through okay. Starbucks, yeah. and you can ask them anything about the coffee that's being sold. They know uh, the, the regions of the world that the, the beans were grown in, and um, and the rainfall. You know, it's there very, it is, listener. So the black Starbucks aprons. pro tip: talk to the black apron people, yes. quiz them, if you will. Yeah, on uh, on the coffee. See if they earned it. See if they earned it. Um, some of the things that I love about coffee culture, I spent a block of time uh, participating in poetry slams. Poetry slams. Poetry slams. Yeah. Uh, those are very often in bars, but in some cases they're in coffee shops yeah. um, as well. And so I have stood up on microphones in loud coffee shops and is, is, spat is poetry. It, is it akin to Eight Mile? Yes, just yeah, like where you just get up and you just and, and, yeah. and you, you battle. And there's back and forth. yeah, there's a, a battle that... back and forth, yes. And there's uh no. So oh, oh. actually that's not true. Some some uh slams do a head-to-head -head competition. Um uh, most do just uh your graded by the audience, the audience gives you a score for your. Oh, poem. okay. Yeah, by applause or something, or no, they actually score on a one to ten scale. Oh, they have a piece yep. Of paper. So they'll be given like a, a board or a, a little white white uh, dry erase board to to write it on, yes. and then uh, they they will score you based on the performance and the content and the originality and things like that. And did you, do you have any poems about coffee? 
Yes. No. I do actually. I don't off know. Off the top it. of your head? No, not off the top of my head. Yeah. I do have a I I wrote an entire poem sitting in a coffee shop. I was sitting in Cafe Ladro in okay. Seattle oh, like on yeah. 15th Avenue. 15th Avenue? Yeah. Maybe. Uh and I and I uh wrote uh a just a poem about the entire coffee shop coffee shop experience. I feel like I have another one about coffee shops too, but that's okay. the one that comes immediately to mind. And and is something that you feel comfortable posting on Facebook. Absolutely post it okay. on our Tasty Gents page. Get it up there. Um, I have to find it. Uh, it's on my. I'm pointing to my hard drive. Yeah, it's on my hard drive somewhere, but I'll find it. But it was written in a coffee shop at Cafe Ladro, as I said, when I was sitting there, um, and uh, kind of absorbing the coffee shop uh, yeah. vibe as one does. I, I find that when I go to coffee shops, and I don't do it that often because um, I'm cheap. Uh, yeah. Is that, and I've already had my one cup of coffee. So sure. I'm, 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 say, yeah. I'm just going to go in there and stand there. Um, is is if I'm going to do any, I'm going to take my computer, I'm going to do some stuff, I'm going to write, I'm going to work. I can't do, and maybe some other people can, I can't do work, work ah. in a noisy coffee ah. shop. I can't, I'm, I'm not, I can get, I can see people and people watch and get some kind of energy or vibe off yeah. of the scene and, Maybe if I have enough coffee, you know, I'll vibrate <laughs> at a level where I can, yeah, and, and I can, and I can be creative mm -hmm. and do those things. But if I were, say, to create or write um, a instructional design document for a training program, sure. I would fail. I, mm. I wouldn't be able to concentrate. And I, I do find that I really need that. Mm. And I think that I find that now if I have more than a cup, maybe two um, of coffee, then I just don't feel great. Mm. afterwards like i think it's just too much caffeine I'm oh just interesting now. yeah my body's like stop it yeah that's enough so you don't feel like powerful like you can take on the world and everyone should be subservient to you i feel like that all just the time me that's, yeah oh you, <laughs> you feel, feel like normal that? state yeah, yeah. My, normal my third state. cup i start uh yeah i become that guy <laughs> <laughs> beyond <Yeah>. um <laughs> exactly you are all beneath me every yeah. one of you um, One thing I do like about coffee shops, if I just pop in with this, is um, the baked goods. And so, well, the baked goods. The I baked mean, goods, and I could have it. I'm not going to make them myself because I'm, no. I'm just not good at that. You mm. never invite us over, so I can't. I have don't. Yours. I and don't. so I have to go out for those little danishes that have like the cream thing and then the yes. apricot or yes. the you know or the whatever muffins, Fish. muffins, muffins, scones, what now? Croissants. Croissant. Yeah. The almond croissant, yeah, and um, she likes the chocolate eclair. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, she. I will. Uh, I'll be making croissants soon. No, we can save that for a different, uh, different episode. But yeah, you've upped your butter budget then. I have yes. <laughs> exactly. eight tenths butter, two tenths <laughs> a lot of butter. Uh, yes, coffee with a K, where I do like to sit and work. Uh, great muffins. My current favorite is the blackberry bran. Um, right. Yeah. yeah, it's got a little okay. little. Little edge to it, a little bit of musel. Um, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, they stir it right in. So, um, you know, I have to sit by the door. By the door. Sure. Um, um, I like the white noise of the chatter at the coffee shop. Yeah. I do, and I when I'm there working, I usually have headphones in, so I'm able to sort of block uh, out. Yeah. I'm able to block block out most of it, so it does sort of go down to just a little bit of white noise. Are you listening but, to music or would you listen to? Depends on what I'm doing. If I if I have to be very creative, if I'm generating something out of thin air, then I just have the headphones in to block noise, but there's no music. Oh, if I'm responding to things or if I'm something that doesn't require all of my of my focus, then I'll listen to a little music. Okay. Yeah. Um, cool. But I will sit for a couple of hours at a time um, and you know just slowly sip my Americano. There's something great about the flavor profile 
yes, I did say flavor profile because I am that pretentious. <laughs> the flavor profile yeah. of a cup of coffee absolutely changes as it cools. Yes. And so when it's really hot and then, you know, it comes off of the really the hot and then into the, and yep. And then yes. metallic and bitter, yeah. When it's at about room temperature, there's a whole bunch of other flavors. And so I just will sip my eight ounce Americano for about an hour and a half, two hours. Wow. While I write. Yeah. And uh, and it's super fun. And eat a muffin. And eat a so, muffin. God. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I need to go to, I think, a coffee shop more often. I think we need to get maybe... Find a, I need to. I, I just need to find a reason. Like I need, like I, I'm going to carve out this hour. Yeah. Right. Because you go because you you know you're going to write. Right? right. And I would just go because I'm going to drink more coffee than I should. Right. Oh so, yeah. You know, and eat that muffin that I don't need. There you go. Yeah. Um. Which, by the way, I'm going to do anyway. I'm going to eat a muffin I don't need. But yeah, it's part <laughs> of the it's part of the ritual. It's part of the ritual. Exactly. Part That's of the right. Yeah. I know. Uh, no, no, that's great. And and I think that I think the coffee culture. Um. I hope I don't know if it's the same throughout the the whole U.S. because I haven't I haven't traveled throughout the middle of it. I think enough. that is something that Starbucks has done, and I haven't traveled a whole lot in the in the past few years in the U.S. But one of the things I think Starbucks has done has created an appreciation for better quality coffee. Hmm. So you know whether you love their espresso or not, they certainly have have become the McDonald's of espresso. And yeah. so if you if you like having coffee, I think that in markets where there's a Starbucks. More and more, there's other just other coffee shops that have opened up that are more local. I did. Uh, I drove north to Seattle last summer um, and stopped in some towns and found coffee shops that were absolutely wonderful. Wow! Now it's very much a West Coast thing, so I'm not sure what it. You know, if I was heading, you know, into the middle part of the country, I'm not sure it would be the same. But yeah. But I think there's coffee shops much I'm more sure. present. Like you hit the other side of the Rockies and there's nothing but Sanka. Right. So you yes. get New Jersey. Yeah. Right. I don't know. <laughs> Sanka. Oh. Uh, Jonathan. Yes. We are kind of at the end of our time. Oh my God. I can't, again. Again. You are such a timekeeper. Time. Right. I don't know if you've noticed across the thousands of Tasty Gents that we recorded, um, but Greg, Greg's the timekeeper, and he's good at this. And Early on, Jonathan said it was my job to keep time, and uh, I tend to be very literal. So until I'm relieved of that duty or I die, <laughs> I'm going to be the timekeeper. <laughs> We're doing a great job, and you're keeping us at, at a reasonable That's it. note so yeah. people don't feel like they love like it too much. Um, a little bit of time. And so we yeah. hope that you have... Uh, I was going to say learn something, but we don't really yeah, think that. We just hope you've had a we hope you've had a good time today. Where do you like to coffee? Yeah, do you, do you drink coffee? Do you uh, do you have? Are you off coffee and you do mushroom juice? Like what do you? Yes, do? There's yeah. A, there's all sorts there. of these replacements for coffee. Oh, speaking of mushroom, what I'm making this week? Yes, is and thank you um, from John and Dana. They gave us this uh, wonderful mushroom lentil uh, loaf, like a oh, kind of like a meatloaf, but yeah. mushroom lentil loaf recipe. Uh, so we've got all the ingredients we're making nice. that. We're also going to make uh, a stew, West a West African stew, sweet potato stew. Yeah, we're making that this week. That I'm sounds kind of cool. Yeah. I am, because I'm a creature of habit, and because we have storms on their way, and yeah. it's going to get cool and rainy here, I have uh, acquired the ingredients for tuna noodle casserole again. Yes. So I will be making another we do have batch some. of tuna noodle casserole. Did you get through all the dumplings? No. No, have you we were, talked about the dumplings. Well, you were gifted a some, lot of dumplings. You were gifted some chicken. I was. Yeah. I was gifted some chicken uh, and some bacon, oh. and uh, I found a recipe for uh, dumplings that used ground chicken and chopped up bacon. Mm. And so I bet I have thirty or forty dumplings in the freezer. Oh my god! Yeah, 
It's a party. It's a party. Yeah. They're going to be great. I've always wanted to make dumplings. They came out really good. All right. We're now off at a different tangent. We'll okay. talk about dumplings and vegetarian food in a future that episode. You're going to so many pictures on Tasty Gents' Facebook page. Facebook page. Or you can email us at tastygents at gmail.com. Yep. And I will, uh, sometime in the next hour or so, I will post, I will find and post the poem that I wrote about the coffee shop. Okay. So. I can't wait to read it. A little bit of coffee shop culture for all of us. Um, or maybe you'll make a video of you reading it out loud. Or I could do that. It would not be the first time that I read it out loud. I could find a video. There might be a video online right now of me reading it out loud. Of younger Greg? Younger Greg. Wow. It's true. I think um, listener, we're so, we're so glad to have had you today. Yeah, thanks. We appreciate it. We could this this makes it so much fun. And we we just love that uh that people are listening and we do. enjoying it. And we love hearing from you. If there's something you want us to talk about, let us know. Absolutely. Jonathan, great. have a great day. You have too. a great rest of your day today. You too. All right. Bye. Bye, everyone. You've been listening to Tasty Gents, a geeky Palm Springs to Seattle podcast. Okay, cue jingle. Cue jingle. There it is.